Hello, Fighting in the War Room listeners. It is Dave. Uh, this new year has been a bit choppy for us. Uh, last week, we were planning to have an episode, ran out of time, but we do have a very special episode for you this week. It is our third installment of Fighting in the War Room appearing on the Quiz Quiz Bang Bang podcast. Make sure to go check out their podcast because they are uh, super fun and educational. Uh, even when we're not on it. Uh, let's see how it shakes out for myself, Patches, Katie Rich, and David Ehrlich this time as we take on Oscar trivia because it is award season. Uh, we'll see you next week. For real this time. For real, we'll see you next week. Uh, not like last time where we didn't see you next week. Uh, uh, not important. Here we go. A quick heads up. This episode has explicit content. So just fair warning to you. Welcome to Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, the pub quiz practice show that hits you pow right in the quizzer. I'm David Flora. I'm Annie Flora, and we're here to teach you more about trivia than Meryl Streep has gotten Oscar nominations. Ooh, somebody, I want to say 21, but our guests will probably know the right one. I think it's reverse. I think it's 12. Hasn't she gotten nominated 12 times? Who's talking? Who is that? I was going to say, if it's 21, that's awfully close to how many questions we do have. I know, right? It's been great. So I'm just going to stay incorrect and say (laughs) that it is 21. (laughs) Well, as you said, we do have guests. We have our returning friends from Fighting in the War Room. We have Matt, Katie, David, and Dave. Hey, guys, what's up? Yo, we're back. We're back. New year, new quiz, quiz, bang, bang. Happy award season, everybody. Yeah. We're in the thick of it. Giving out awards. (laughs) So let's go around and uh, reintroduce everybody real quick and tell us what you've been up to, if there's anything that's changed since last time. Let's start with Dave. Hey, I'm Dave Gonzalez. Uh, I'm on Twitter as DA7E and also around the internet and geeky forums, having written under that name. Uh, I'm on a podcast called Trial by Content. It's on the Ringer Network, where we debate pop culture topics. I'm hot off of recording an episode about the best airplane movie so very sad because none of them are Academy Award. Uh, it's just... Is it plain? Yeah. <laughs> Gerard Butler's plain? That is the peg, but I don't think it's going to win. Oh, sad. That's going to come up a lot in this awards quiz. I just want to be clear. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like airplane one or two. Oh, yeah. Oh, like any movie with an airplane. Yeah, what's up there? I thought it was literally like... Those were the, the airplane <laughs> series. <laughs> Yeah. Best movie titled Airplane Exclamation Point. <laughs> uh, awesome. But yeah, I, then I'm also on a podcast every week with these wonderful people, and I will throw to Miss Katie Rich. Oh, hello. It's Mrs. I don't think anything's changed. I'm really setting myself up for failure in this episode, though, because I'm the awards <laughs> editor at Vanity Fair. I host oh, boy. an award season podcast there called Little Gold Men. I spent this week Hey-o. talking about the Golden Globe Awards and the SAG Award nomination and the DGA nominations. And uh, the sad fact about obsessing over awards for my job is that as soon as one year's Oscars are over, uh, they, it exits my brain completely. So if you ask me who won Best <laughs> Supporting Actress in 2019, I will not know. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Uh-oh. Katie, I'm sorry to tell you, but that is absolutely not a sad fact. 
That is uh, a very <laughs> probably the only way I can like remember my children's names yeah. and like what they're up to. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember what won Best Picture last year, Katie? I can do the Best Pictures. Like if I go through, I can get back to about the '80s and Best Pictures. But it's like, a, did something get nominated? That yeah, it just I can't do it. The season disappears. I see. Yes, as, it, as it definitely mm-hmm. should. That's fair. Yeah. Who's talking? Uh, Katie, just just in case you forgot, your kids' names are Jax and Meldor. <laughs> is this a Warcraft joke? The Warcraft no, joke, I, I didn't even I'm know. Just, what I'm are we referencing? I'm oh, just making them up. Okay. Just, just, do you literally like choose two movies that you think don't have a chance at anything just to save those spots for your kids' names? <laughs> I mean, I think I'm done having kids. I've so successfully named them. None of them... I'm trying to think if either oh, of them Oh, we're not going to get a little baby tar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name her Linda, and then she'll change her name to Lydia in uh, 30 years. Katie named her son Jake Sully, thinking that Cameron would never deliver an Avatar sequel, and yet she's eating crow today. Navi have won. Name. That's Matt Patches. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I, will ref- I refuse to introduce myself. I'm, I'm Matt Patches. I'm a, a deputy editor of Polygon.com, the illustrious Polygon. And uh, what has happened to me since we last recorded this? I think we, we last did some trivia with you guys right after I had a, a child. And so that thing continues to grow uh, into a, a, a human. <laughs> and, they do that. Um, yeah, they're growing. What have I done recently? I watched the Puss in Boots sequel with my five-year-old daughter. What an amazing movie. It's pretty good. Guys, no one's talking about Puss in Boots' The Last Wish. It's a total <laughs> revamp of the DreamWorks animation film. This is not the Shrek spinoff you think it is. It is about death. Patches, look look what I got. Yes, I just, I also got a little doggy in the mail as, as well. That's a great podcast joke, David, showing a stuffed animal on camera while no one can see it. Uh, <laughs> segue to who are you? Remind yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing. Uh, I am David. I, what do I, I'm the same person I was. Last uh, last time we did this, I'm still at IndieWire. I uh, still writing about the movies. I have the the baby that I'm about to have is bigger than it was, <laughs> but uh, still not alive. And uh, that's about all I got. Wow! Right into the debate about whether or not a baby's alive <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> about when life begins. Let's not get too political on the uh, movie trivia podcast here. No, there's there's no debate. Life begins at thirty. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to all of you. Welcome back. Uh, Thank it's you. good to see you guys again. We got uh, same teams as last time. Is that right? Gotta yeah. keep until we win. Katie and I are going to try and redeem ourselves here. You think we'll that see. you're going to benefit by having me on your team. I, I really do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to announce live on air that there are going to be stakes in this game. There were some oh, muttering behind the scenes last time that we should put some you know, skin in the game. And I, uh, while making the peppermint tea that you also cannot see me drinking right now out of my PlayStation 5 mug, uh, came up with some <laughs> stakes. Most relatable person on this podcast, David. <laughs> Tea. So Alita's peppermint tea. Uh, the, um, so as some of you may know who are listening to this, I'm currently in the midst of a fundraiser that is tied to the annual video countdown that I edit together. Uh, that is in suppose chosen by the, the nonprofit that the fundraiser is supporting was chosen by after sun director, Charlotte. Well, Sh- Charlotte, Jesus Christ, Charlotte Wells. <laughs> um, and uh, it is in service of a New York based nonprofit called 
Food with Fam, uh, which is a nonprofit dedicated towards feeding people, not just families, families and individuals in need in New York City. They, I have seen their work firsthand. They work in my neighborhood among many others in the city. They do food distributions. They're invaluable. They're trying to build a full-time space they can operate out of so they can more reliably provide food to New Yorkers in need. We are, at the time of recording this, $21,702 towards my $25,000 goal. So we're getting there. It's been only about 60 hours. I'm hopeful it's, you know, slowed down after the first 24, but I'm hoping that we can get there. But to help that along, here's what's going to happen. The losing team tonight is going to donate collectively $200 to my charity. Wow. And the winning team wow. will donate $100. Okay. (laughs) If you win, you get to help less. I guess I can't say no to a good cause. Thanks. Damn right, you can't. And if you are uh, listening to this and you would like to donate, the kindness of your heart, to be winners uh, in, you know, winners by extension, you can, I mean, the URL is too long and pointless. We'll put it in the show notes or something, but just Google David Ehrlich video countdown fundraiser should come up or look for my Twitter. You'll find plenty of links to it. It'd be helping out a great cause. It's a very small nonprofit. Shameless promotion, but it's a fundraiser. So we have to allow it. All right, we'll allow it. I started drinking before I realized there was money on the line. That's not great. (laughs) You're my teammate. I'm going to spit out my whiskey here. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Well, um, Matt and Katie, what's your all's team name going to be this time? Oh, no, oh we did not, we did not discuss dis- this. We did not discuss this at all. Oh, man, should we let Dave and David go first while we work yeah, this Dave, out? Yeah, Dave, David, what is your team name? Our team name is Linda Tar is Innocent. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I was also thinking maybe David's a false chronicle of a handful of truths. Oh, that, I mean, I, honestly, either. I, I think our team name is actually going to be Linda Tar is Innocent, colon, David's a false chronicle, a handful of truth. <laughs> okay, we're we're uh, Avatar: The Way of Winners. Oh, there, yep, oh, done, yeah, done. Wow. I was listening to our past episode, trying to figure out if there were good uh, names in there, and I have to just give a nod of the hat to uh, Cheryl Starscream, which we decided was Michael Bay's <laughs> mother's real name. <laughs> Amazing. Michael! <laughs> <laughs> Long live Cheryl Starscream. I hope that created her in another dimension. We have manifested. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. We have our team names. We got our teams and everything. I think it's time to find out how the show works. And here's how it works. Quiz Quiz Bang Bang is comprised of four rounds of four questions each, followed by the answers. After round two, we'll ask a quickfire bang bang question where you'll have a time limit to give multiple answers. After the fourth round, the show culminates with the Big Bang, a final round with three questions whose answers are all clues to one final question. For today's match, regular answers are worth 10 points each, bang bang answers are two points each, and teams can wager as many accumulated points as they want for the Big Bang. Round one, question one. Who is the only person to win an Academy Award whose parents were also both Academy Award winners. We're already onto the Nepo baby discourse here. <laughs> both parents were winners? They're both winners. I will clarify that the mother won an honorary award. Got it. I think I know. I'm feeling confident. Now that Katie came up with the correct answer. <laughs> uh. 
So you guys are all set? Yeah, we're locked. Yeah, we're locked in. We're locked in. I very willingly do not have an active mental encyclopedia of Nepo babies, <laughs> Oscar-winning Nepo babies. <laughs> but I was trying to think of famous couples who won Oscars and or Oscar winners or people I think were Oscar winners who had parents who were both in showbiz. And the name that I arrived at was Isabella Rossellini. Who may or may not have won for Blue Velvet? I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope she did. <laughs> Going well so far. <laughs> Katie, what are you thinking? Katie, say the name that's going to make me go. Oh. Well, I heard you throw out one Italian name, and I just wanted to share that I learned uh, recently that uh, the name of the director of Meet Me in St. Louis is not, in fact, Vincente Minnelli, but just Vincent Minnelli. And he had a child named Liza Minnelli, and I believe uh, Judy Garland did win an honorary Oscar, so my pick, our pick is Liza. Mm, that, oh. oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the, she did the thing. She did the thing. <laughs> the correct answer is Liza Minnelli. Not a good start for us. Yay. Katie talked me out of Laura Dern. I, I was, yeah. I was oh, gravitating yeah, yeah, yeah. to Laura Dern. Ladd and Bruce Dern would have both been nominated, but I don't think I would rather live in my fantasy world where Isabella Rossellini won an Oscar for Blue Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking away Liza's Oscar, though. Or our points. Mm-mm. The uh, Vincent won for uh, directing uh, Gigi. Gigi? Gigi. 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 Very different. <laughs> Gigi. <laughs> Same movie. Um, <laughs> question two. There are two movies that have had 11 Oscar nominations and left the ceremony empty-handed. You will get five points for each correct answer. Okay. I think we're locked in. Yeah, I think okay. We're locked in. Oh, right. wow. Okay. okay. We're good to go. Really? All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like both of these are fairly recent. I was thinking about the Lord of the Rings movies, but Katie says they've always won. They always won something. They definitely always won something. So they should, we shouldn't go with one of the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, yeah, but you do think like, it's think... recent, Katie. Like, what, what other movies have had, like, momentum... It's that sounds like a Netflix thing, right? Like uh That's the thing, is like this I feel like this has been happening more recently where like movies are like really huge technical achievements and then it turns out nobody really likes them that much and they don't actually win anything. They like them enough to get them nominated. Exactly. But like eleven nominations though. We're talking eleven nominations is at a lot. least That's some like actors. A, these are like big technical more movies. than one. Yeah, right? Definitely a couple actors. Racking my brain. There's so many movies that could be nominated for many Oscars. Many movies, it turns out. <laughs> they are saying many movies uh these days. The Revenant, did that win anything? Did he yes. win director for Revenant? Okay. Uh yeah. Uh Roma. Yes. Did Roma win anything? Roma won international one feature. One best international feature. Yeah. Oh, fart. I feel confident The Irishman is one. That is the Netflix movie phenomenon you're talking about. And then the second one I threw out was Les Miserables. No, Anne right, Hathaway won. A... Anne Hathaway won. Oh, you're right. Well, then say something oh, else. Or is it no, too late? I'm trying to think. <laughs> uh, 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 Saving Private Ryan. No, wait. Spielberg won. Definitely not. <laughs> no, <laughs> not you're done. You're done. All right, over. all right. I think it's over. It's over. We'll just go with The Irishman. I know it's the Irishman. Okay, so you're just going with the Irishman. Okay. All right. Dave, take it away. Well, I think that these aren't recent at all. One would be uh, Shirley MacLaine's uh, raising a family and sad about not being a dancer in The Turning Point. And the other one would be Steven Spielberg's The Color Purple, which walked away empty handed. I do think won. The Turning Point won some Oscars, though. Whoopi did not win oh, wait, for no. The Color Purple. Whoopi she won, won for, Ghost. for Ghost, right? She definitely won for Ghost. 
I mean, I'm sticking with the answers, even if they say I'm wrong. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the turning point as an answer, though. I'm just litigating. The correct answer is the turning point. <gasps> wow. The color yeah. purple. Nominations did the Irishman get? The Irishman was a very, very good guess. It was nominated for 10 and didn't win any. I knew it walked away empty-handed. I remembered that. Question three. With four wins, which director has won the most Oscars? Director Oscars or Best Picture Oscars? Director Oscars. Oh, okay. Sadly, I could say uh, it's not a woman. No, definitely Damn. not a woman. <laughs> that's my that's my contribution to the this this topic. I'm gonna suggest uh, possibly also a white guy. Uh, that you know that's that's a good guess. So narrow. Of you. White, yeah, white men. It really narrows it down here. Uh... <laughs> I think Patches and I have our answer. I, yeah, we're going. We're locked in. Dave, what do you think of? Well, I'm trying to think of. Uh, we, you know, it seems like Dave and I are, are more or less in agreement. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola won. Best director, certainly one. He had two best picture winners in uh, alternating years. And then between them or right after them was the conversation in my fantasy land. He definitely won best director for that. Deserved to. I can't remember if he did. Uh, And surely he won best director for something else along the way. Jack. Jack. Definitely Jack. Jack, (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then they, they gave him the best director award in advance for Megalopolis. It was a, a strange, That's right. yeah, the unusual. They weren't sure what the Oscars were going to be like in uh, 2024 or five, whenever that movie's eligible and never gets finished. So it's game one down payment. I mean, there is always the chance that it's somebody in more of the golden age of Hollywood. There is Vincente Minnelli, but would they really use Vincente, Vincente, Vincenzo? Minnelli. Oh, wait, what? If not Coppola, maybe Ford, right? Because you got John Ford. John Ford. Could be John Ford. Ford certainly had 900 chances to do it, but I just am not particularly aware of his Oscar history. I know that How Green Was My Valley won, um, but I won Best Picture. I don't know if it won. He won for Grapes of Wrath, I think. I mean, all these things make sense. And what was what would be the fourth movie that Coppola <laughs> won for? Apocalypse Now, right? But did he win for that? Did Apocalypse Now have that kind of heat with the Oscars? I don't think it had that kind of heat with the Oscars. All right, so... I just the only the only thing I'm having about Ford is I don't I can't picture like westerns that get best director Oscars. A similar problem. Let's just go with Coppola. If we're wrong, we're wrong for a good cause. That's my money you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna go with Coppola. All right, going with Coppola and uh, Avatar: The Way of Winners. What are you guys thinking? Uh, I feel pretty confident it's one of those Golden Age guys, and I threw out two patches right away, uh, Weiler, Capra, or Ford, and then I we decided to go with Weiler, William Weiler. Yeah, we're definitely wrong. I mean, like, I know it in my bones, but that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Winning for director for The Quiet Man, How Green Was My Valley, oh. The Grapes of Wrath, and The Informer, it is John Ford. Wow. It's John Ford. Ford. It's John yeah. Ford. Yeah. <laughs> it's John Ford. Who did you guys end up going with? William Wyler. Yeah. William Wyler. Who's probably won three times. William Wyler has nothing on John Ford. <laughs> 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 Mad Patches speaks for the children. Or us, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. That's why you should never listen to me. <laughs> I mean, you got it faster. Yeah, I mean, it, nobody got it right. That's fine. 
Katie almost got it. Yeah, both, well, you both, almost yeah, got you it both right. said it. <laughs> you both said it. I, Dave, I would say Dave and I both almost got it right. <laughs> yeah. I'm being a good teammate. <laughs> Question four. What two actresses tied for Best Actress on April 14th, 1969 at the 41st Annual Academy Awards? Which two actresses tied? We are locked in. Katie and I are immediately locked in. Great. Hive mind. I finally got it. <laughs> All right. David, David, what do you think? They had actresses before 1980? No, they banned <laughs> actresses starting in 1980. Well, they were all men in wigs, but... <laughs> Teenage boys. Well, we're looking at 64? 69. 69. 69. 69. Good start. Good start. <laughs> That's... Like too late for like an Elizabeth Taylor tie. What was the what was the big Oscar movie of nineteen sixty nine? So Kubrick had just faked the moon landing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just name a movie from nineteen sixty nine, Dave. Come on. Uh, oh my god. Uh, um, I feel like sixty nine movies are not actually. It's sixty eight movies that everyone always talks about. Wait, but this event happened in nineteen sixty nine. So these are the Oscars. You're right. So it's the it's the movie that came out in nineteen sixty eight. Uh, uh, this is going to be dry sand. Sure. Uh, that, that was my, my one. And was there a Mike Nichols picture? I want to go with Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Dry sand sounds good. And, uh, uh, you know, Elizabeth Taylor, I'm going with it. Why not? All right. Dry sand Taylor. Why not? Let me the record show. I contributed. Dry sand. Yes. Let the record and, show. Uh, that's our answers. Yeah. And also, uh, inside joke, confess Fletch was there. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. <laughs> so I'll Fletch. <laughs> all right. We'll lock in with Streisand right. Taylor. Great. And way water, what winners? Winter waters? Well, you guys, uh, you brought up Isabella Rossellini earlier, and it's interesting that you were referencing Ingrid Bergman, who famously stood on, side, on stage and said, it's a tie, because Barbara Streisand and Catherine Hepburn both won that year. Hepburn! Hepburn! I just want to say, I knew that. You I did know, know that. that. <laughs> yeah. I, Katie said it for us, but I also knew it. Rare, in Sorry, a rare I, move. I, need, I need to stop uh, hot dogging over here. No, please. <laughs> Keep going. Let's win. <laughs> yeah, uh, Streisand won for Funny Girl and Hepburn won for The Lion in Winter. Wait, are you telling me that Elizabeth Taylor didn't win for either Secret Ceremony or Boom? The Ghost of Flimsy <laughs> film, Boom? Oh, and it was Funny Girl. I was, th- I was thinking Hello, Dolly. Oh, oh, well. Yeah. Boom is not a movie I've seen, but it does sound kind of awesome. It's a Joseph Losey movie. Does sound good. That stars Noel Coward, among other people. Lion, Lion of the Winter. Great movie. Yeah. Great Hepburn quotes. I've never seen Dude. it. Yeah. She, she says, I could peel you like a pear and God would call you justice. That's the best <laughs> quote. Amazing. I don't understand what that means at all. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> Just say words, Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> But they both got exactly uh, 3,030 votes. It wasn't the first time there was a tie. Frederick March and uh, Wallace Beery from 1932 also had a tie. But back then, the rules were like, if you're within three. So one of them actually did get more votes, (laughs) but they tied. The Electoral College uh, stepped in and decided to win. All right, let's move on to round two. Question five, who directed his father to an Oscar for The Treasure of the Sierra Madre and later his daughter to an Oscar for Pritzi's Honor? 
We are locked in. We are locked in. Yeah, I think we are too. Finally. Everybody said, let's hear from the Daves. Jonathan Houston. Okay. Matt and Katie, what'd you guys think? There's no way his name is Jonathan. We also said John, John Houston. Yeah, maybe we should dock you points for Jonathan Houston. I don't think that's his name. We're, we're going with John Houston. Different. The correct answer is Johansson Houston. <laughs> John Houston is correct. Directed Walter Houston and Angelica. I never saw Pretty. What was, what's the Angelica Houston Oscar win? Pretty's Honor. Pretty's I've never Honor. saw Pretty's Honor. Pretty yeah, good? I've never seen it good? either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Blind spot? Time for a podcast just about that movie. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? What else are we doing? Question six. Who was the first winner of Best Animated Film in 2001? Lock, lock it in. Lock, 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 I, lock it this, in and put it in. This, this is the round. <laughs> yeah. This is the round. Somebody wants <laughs> Avatar Way winners. What was it? Not bad. Donkey? <laughs> that would be Shrek. I'm quoting Shrek there. I'm going with Shrek. Oh, I thought you were doing Monsters, Inc. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia Tarr, what would you guys think? Yeah, we're also going with Shrek, and I hate it because that means, like, as the world remembers award-winning animated movies. It starts with Shrek. <laughs> they will always look it up, and someone will be like, must, must be Shrek. That one must have been really good, they'll think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll say this about Shrek, which I rewatched recently. It looks old. It looks like an old thing. It looks like an artifact. It, lo- it deserves an Oscar for just being an old thing that they tried and they didn't do a <laughs> no, very good job. No, like, no. Thing has, no. Things have improved so much since Shrek. Stop diluting it. I hate you. No. <laughs> Correct answer is Shrek. I just want to make sure that everybody knows that Roger Ebert gave Shrek four to four stars and described it as jolly and wicked, filled with sly and jokes, and yet somehow possessing a heart, while Richard Schickel of Time said no one has ever made a funnier jackass of himself than Murphy. Wow. Wow. It was very it is popular popular in its time. I mean, it yeah. was, yeah. I was just lauding a, a spin-off sequel of, of Shrek earlier in this podcast. The Puss in Boots <laughs> franchise would not exist. This great film would not That's exist without Shrek. <laughs> yeah, but the way you sold it to us was, this is not the Shrek spin-off. <laughs> 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 That's true. That's true. <laughs> but Shrek is bad. <laughs> Don't forget, everybody. Question seven. Winning all of her awards for costume design, who is the woman who has the most Oscar awards with eight wins? <laughs> Bats, you are an idiot. <laughs> We're locked in. We're locked in. You gave but a I'm very gonna, stupid I'm, answer. I'm definitely going to have to say my answer out loud. That's yes, a uh, that's a that's a half glass uh, in to this podcast, and uh, I fe- I'm feeling great about it. Yeah, we we're locked in. I mean, I can name I can name like three costume designers. <laughs> um, and did I? T- is my guess one of the no, three costume designers? No. Okay, so we can name four costume designers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Dave, since you know of both of them, and I only know of one, I'm going to defer to you to choose which of these sounds more correct to you. Let's go with yours because mine might be just, I've personally read a lot of interviews with this person because she works on Marvel movies. So let's go with yours. What two names are you guys debating just for our listeners? We're down to Sandy Powell and Alexandra Byrne. 
Byrne is the one that does Marvel movies, but she also did like Elizabeth, like Finding Neverland, Phantom of the Opera, the other Elizabeth, wow. Elizabeth, the Golden Age. So she's got like that prestige thing, but then also like superhero capes. But I don't know enough uh, about Sandy Powell's like award history to not. I wish I could have like closed my eyes and imagined her many different looks that she has served over the years uh, on the stage of the Kodak Theater. But I think just on name recognition alone, it, you know, <laughs> it stands to reason that she's got to be one of them. All right. So I'm going to say the burn maybe did for Elizabeth's or Elizabeth, the golden age, the golden age. I definitely remember that nomination process, but I'd be willing to go with Powell because I don't think one is going to be the most. You gotta, you gotta choose. You gotta choose here, buddy. I, I have no strong feelings about it. We're going to go with Sandy Powell. Okay. We're going to go with Sandy Powell. Well, with Sandy Powell, way of winners. Who'd you think it was? I Not think, badges? Katie, you should start with the correct answer just to make sure that we say the correct answer first. But if anyone <laughs> wants to catch us on a rules here. I sat there very confidently typing uh, the name of a Golden Age of Hollywood good designer who always were credited for her gowns, which is Edith Head. And Matt Patches, meanwhile, is very confidently answering. No, no. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me just say, <laughs> I was also thinking of Edith Head, but because yes, I but... have brain worms, I wrote Edna Mode from The yeah. Incredibles. Um, <laughs> but I was, who is based on Edith Head, I was getting there. We would have gotten there eventually, but my God. Just destroying my brain here. You're so lucky um, this isn't a game where you just blurt out the answer right away. That is definitely, <laughs> that is true. We are going with Edith Head. Yes. The correct answer is, uh, funny Dave, that you mentioned capes. It is no capes. It is Edith Head. <laughs> no. <laughs> no capes. She has like, how many Oscars? Like 10? Like a so many. She has eight. eight. Edith Head, yeah, Edith Head is a name that I'm definitely familiar with, but I just did not associate her with the Oscars. Uh, I associate her more with Edna Mode. A film that won an Oscar. So there you go. Yeah, I guess she won seven Oscars while she was working. MGM? Yeah. She was at one of those. I was just turning out classy studios. And then they refused to renew her contract. So Hitchcock hired her. Mm. And then her final. She's working for Paramount. Paramount. For 44 years. For 44 years. They were like, they're like, you're old now, get out. And then she worked for Hitchcock and won her final Oscar for The Sting. Ooh. Wow. And then then They Might Be Giants wrote a song with her name in it. And that's how I learned about Edith Head. Not not through Edna Mode. (laughs) Not not through Edna Mode. That was later. Edna Particle Man. All right, question eight. Last question of the first half. There are two actors who have won two consecutive awards for best actor. You'll get five points for each one of them you can name. This is best uh, actor in a leading role. Mm, I think we've got one. All right, David said he's flying blind on the second one. So if we're going to go through a history of flying blind on the second one, we should choose my answer immediately. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we're locked in. All right, Lydia Tarr is locked in. Avatars, you can talk out loud. Uh, Okay. We are basically going back between Golden Age of Hollywood guys, just like we were for the um, directors, and don't feel confident about it. Katie has scolded me because my impulse was Russell Crowe, 
But yeah, for Russell Crowe, you say win. he won for Gladiator, but not yeah. a Beautiful Mind, despite Beautiful Mind winning Best Picture back to back. Yeah, because tra- Denzel Washington won for Training Day. Ah. Everyone thought movie. Russell Crowe was going to win two in a row, and he didn't. Loser. So it's Tom Hanks <laughs> is the first one. We know we know that. We know it's Tom Hanks. And then we're just debating Clark Gable, Jimmy Stewart, Frederick March, uh, a selection of Golden Age guys. Because they let's go sure Gable. That's... You want to go Gable? Let's go Gable. Twenty twenty four. No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, let's go Gable. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty four is not <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> <laughs> Very dead. Uh, All right, I'm. I'm gonna. I don't feel confident enough. But <sighs> Frederick March is want to keep coming back to there because he won a dun- He won a bunch of Oscars for what? And that was in like the like a, like Sam. the life of Emil Zola was one of them. That was a Best Picture winner. Did he play like Alexander Graham Bell or something? He was just like the guy who made a shit ton of movies in the 30s. March was Jekyll and Hyde, right? But then he also won for Best Years of Our Lives, which was a lot later. (laughs) I don't know. You pick. Go go with yours. Let's go, Gable. Gable? Let's Let's go, go. Gable. All right. Clark Gable and Tom Hanks are our picks. Going with Clark Gable and Tom Hanks. All right. Well, I proudly... Proudly contributed Tom Hanks to our discussion. <laughs> so Tom Hanks is Philadelphia Forrest yep. Gump. We were alive for that one. I remember that a lot. But I do think it's super old for the previous one. So I went 30s and my guess is Spencer Tracy. Oh, that's a good guess too. Oh, wow. Correct answers are Tom Hanks for Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. And for Captains Courageous and Boys Town, Spencer Tracy. <laughs> wow. Well wow. done, Dave. Wow. Dave did his research here. He really did. <laughs> I had time. The moral of the story is don't have children. <laughs> I guess Jack Lemon. Oh, nice. I guess that was just because I like him. <laughs> I think he only got his, like, he got, like, a really late. What was that? Save for Tiger? Or what yeah, was Save that the Tiger. No, was, but I thought that was his, like, makeup tiger. Oscar for not having won one yet. Right, right, right. Yeah, Catherine Hepburn won back to back with Lion in Winter and Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then another woman won back to back. Louise Rainier. Right. Way mm. in the for days. Great Ziegfeld and Good Earth. And then um, oh. Jason Robards won back to back for Best Supporting Oscar. Hmm. Sam Robards lives in our town. Yeah. <laughs> Winning back to back for supporting. That's how you know you're a good person. You're just there to help. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't take the spotlight. You're just, you're just around. You got a good agent. <laughs> you're just around. What? Was Sean Connery around <laughs> in the Untouchables? <laughs> <laughs> Annie, coming out of the first half, what are, are our scores? Lydia Tarr is innocent. David, uh, <laughs> false chronicle of something, something, something. Yeah. I- didn't catch it all. Uh, they have 45 points. Oh, wow. And Avatar, the Way of Water, has 55 points. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Way of winners. I'm sorry. Oh. Count the votes. Well, yeah. it's only halfway through. We, we, might, we might be Hepburn Streisand in the end. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> I hope not. We haven't prepared a tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for the first half, which means it's time for the bang bang round. And Avatar, the way of winners, has stepped into some uh, swimming pool, a soundproof swimming pool. (laughs) You will have 45 seconds to answer the following question. Name the seven movies that have won nine or more Oscars. Your time starts now. Return of the King, Ben-Hur, Titanic, um... 
Dave, your turn. Uh, Godfather, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I mean, those won all the big five. I don't think they won a ton, uh, but keep going. Uh, there were some other major winners. Um, a lot of these happened uh-huh. kind of recently. Uh, think of like Schindler's List, uh, I want to say maybe. Ter- or no, didn't ter- yeah, just just name movies that you know won. In terms of endearments, Dances, Wolves, <laughs> um, uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah, uh, fucking... Um, English patient. Yeah, sure. Uh, what, the, what were some more recent behemoths at the Oscars? Uh, Ar- Ar- Argo, no, 12 Years a Slave. No. 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 Um, and that's time. Avatar The Way of Winners is now back. You will have 45 seconds to answer the following question. Name the seven movies that have won nine or more Oscars. Your time starts now. Return All about of the King, Eve, Lord of the, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Titanic, uh, Ben Hur, um, Sir. <laughs> um, more giant movies from the past. Gone with uh, the wind. Around the world. Gone with around the, wind? the world. Sure. Around the world in eighty days. Um, the greatest show on earth. Godfather. Uh, the best years of our lives. Um, Gandhi, Lawrence of Arabia, West Side Story, uh, The Graduates, not right, uh, Cabaret, um, Chicago, sure, uh, Lord yeah, of the Rings, maybe. The Two Towers, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship Lord of the Ring, Salem, uh, um, Coda, <laughs> I kid, oh, wait, there's no time for uh, kidding, and that's time, <laughs> <laughs> gotta not zing. <laughs> All right, the correct answers are with 11 wins, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, ah. Titanic, and Ben-Hur. Ah. With 10 wins, West Side Story, 1961. And with 9 wins, The English Patient. Oh, Ooh. shit. Wow. The Last Emperor. Ah. And Gigi. Wow. Yeah. And Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Vincenzo Manelli. Gigi. I definitely had no idea Gigi was Vincenzo this forgot the Vincenzo Manelli. All About Eve, I think, has the nominations record. It's in there, but I guess it didn't win everything. Mm. Okay, flex. Each team got four correct. Hey! Adding eight <laughs> points to their scores, meaning the scores have not changed. <laughs> All that effort. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lydia Tars, Innocent, David, A False Chronicle of True Pretenses, or whatever it is, <laughs> at 53 points. And Avatar, The Way of the Winners, is at 63. Wow. Way of Winners, not the winners. Well, well, well. Let's get it right. <laughs> not the winners yet. <laughs> <laughs> Round three, question nine. Winning for best original song, who is the first person born in the 21st century to win an Academy Award? We are locked in. We are locked in. All right. So, Dave and David, you can talk, talk, talk about it. I mean, it's Billie Eilish, right? It's, uh... <laughs> there just aren't that many people born in the 20, 21st century and doing stuff. What, Diane, War- Diane Warren? Not, uh, <laughs> not a 21st century song winner? Okay. <laughs> I had the distinct pleasure, if I can humble brag, of profiling Billie Eilish and her brother for this song. And while well, this factoid wasn't top of mind, I certainly 
you know, I would, I would feel extra dumb, extra ordinarily dumb, dumber than I already felt, which was pretty dumb. If we were wrong, you would this. be a bad guy. Yeah. yeah I, uh, <laughs> now I hope we're wrong. I would feel like a bad guy. I feel like a dumb guy. <laughs> I'll tell you why I agree because David thinks this song is good and brings up the fact that he profiled Billie Eilish every time <laughs> uh, this song comes up. Oh my God. It was so much fun. She and her brother were great. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. The song is fucking awesome. No, it's one of the bad. best Bond songs. People disagree with me bad. because they are. The, the song, song is bad. Song. It's an awful song. The song is bad. We've had this conversation and you've been like, well, when I talk to her and her brother. I hope all of your masks fall off your face on Pandora and you asphyxiate in the air of Awa. Whatever gets you access, man. I know. I know. It's a job. It's a job. <laughs> uh, we're also going with Billie Eilish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't Billie think Eilish. Adele, Adele doesn't make the cut, right? What was Adele for? No, no. absolutely not. It's, it's Billie Eilish. If only there were any way of knowing how old Adele is. <laughs> you can't look at her while you're playing the game. I don't Somehow. Google things during the game. Come on. It's a joke about her album names that matches. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I got the <laughs> <Yeah>. joke now. <laughs> named after, they're named after her age. I, oh, yeah. I got you. Yeah. 21 is such a... Etc. The correct answer is Billie Eilish with No Time to Die. Hey. There's just no time to die. That song's a, that song rules. Rules. Was her brother? Her brother's older. What's his name? Fergus? Uh, yeah, Phineas. 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 He is older. He's Fergus. he's not in the 21st century. <laughs> My name's Fergus I, Eilish. Ferguson from Clarissa Explains It All? Yeah, Phineas, no, 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 no. Phineas is an old-ass man who was born in 1997. Is he a half-brother? <laughs> no. No, he's a brother. They're like four years apart. There's a whole <laughs> documentary about this, Matt Patches. It's like you don't there is. even follow the cinema. <laughs> Nepo sister. <laughs> Jeff, yeah. sister. Oh my he is definitely only famous because of her. Hey, hey, hey. No, they're famous because of each other. They make beautiful music together. Come on, you guys. Show some respect. He wrote songs for Turning Red, Katie. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. There's a profile out there I hear is really good. <laughs> Question 10. There are two songs that originated in movie performances by Madonna which have won the Oscar. Five points for each correct answer. <sighs> uh, I got all the words. I got all the, uh, all yeah, the information. Because I, can you sing it in your head? <laughs> I actually watched the movie recently and it is really? a bad song. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An amazing composer. Stop dropping hints. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. She wrote the uh, love theme from Argo, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Argo and Fargo. Those are the two. <laughs> the love theme from Fargo would have been a better joke. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? You guys are locked in. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I'm. I. Why not? I can't think of anything better. Let's go with it, David. I think we're locked in. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not loving how we are identifying who came up with these answers. But uh, <laughs> I'd much rather spread the blame for the sure. record. You guys are locked in then. Well, yeah. only one is from a movie that I spent a lot of my uh, youth with, and mm-hmm. the other one is I obviously don't know. Yeah. We are. We are <laughs> locked and loaded. All right. So, Katie, we can we can talk about this. You're, you're thinking. You are thinking there's an Evita song here. Yeah, it's You Must Love Me from Evita. It's oh, for sure one of them. Ball. 
Falls. Uh, that was uh, a, hey, you guys left it. A terrible down. new song that Angela Weber and, and Madonna wrote for Evita, but one best original song over like something good. So here's uh, what we then, can't crack. The song that I'm thinking of is the Dick Tracy Sondheim original, and mm-hmm. what is the name of that song? Who cares sing, what the name is? Just sing it. Just sing it I in your head. I can't. I've the blocked title it because is in it's the awful. Lyrics. I just. I, I've never I seen Dick Tracy. I did not spend a lot of my youth with it, so I got nothing. But I know that the, that is the song. Let's my best suggestion is the man that got away. The man Let's that go got with away. That. The man that got away from Dick Tracy. That's not going to cut it. All right, you're going with the man that got away. You didn't want to go and... with like Private Dick or something. I don't think it's the man in the yellow coat. <laughs> That's the be. Curious George musical. <laughs> that, that movie did have good music. <laughs> We're going to go with Sooner or Later, which is the name of the song from Dick Tracy. No! Yeah, we weren't anywhere close. And then we guessed Material Girl for the the second one. Although at this point we could have just we could have just omitted our embarrassing second guess, <laughs> but because uh, in, a, in no. a classic Dave and David uh, team up moment, Katie immediately you know named the song that we had privately decided was not eligible. So. <laughs> <laughs> The two songs are You Must Love Me from Evita and Sooner or Later from wow. Dick Tracy. Yeah, together we're one functioning team. Imagine, yeah, imagine this, is why why this is why we need all four of us, you know, to make the show the work. Tie, <laughs> the tie continues. Uh, you're like Captain Planet. Indeed. I'm Heart. <laughs> Question 11. Why were the Oscars postponed in 1981 at less than 24 hours' notice. 1981, right? 1981. Yeah. All right. We're, we're locked yeah, in. Yeah, we're locked in. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're feeling good. David, David? The movies were so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had to make another one. Uh, what, are, what are the David, David, David dudes thinking? Go ahead, David. Someone tried to kill President Reagan. Someone. Your president. I'm not, listen, I'm not naming names. I'm not a rat. <laughs> yeah. No, no Hollywood stars were implicated or uh, forcibly connected to the shooting in any way. And Matt and Katie, what did you guys put? Yeah, Reagan got shot. Yes, that's because of an assassination attempt. But here's the connection. By John Hinckley mm. Jr. and Sondheim wrote a musical called Assassins and Sondheim wrote a song yes, and I couldn't only... remember from Madonna. We could have more points. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question 12. Who is the only Oscar winner named Oscar? First off, such a good question. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy. That's a good question. I have no idea. I don't know what it's going to be the answer, but I'm just really happy about that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I have no idea, David. We might as well go with that one. <laughs> he was great. Our pick was great in uh, How the West Was Won. I mean, if we're all lost, this might be where we all combine and say, let's have a hint. Yeah, we might need a hint. I, sure. Because I just I just typed Oscar Schindler to Katie, and I don't think that's we, right. We went with the grouch. <laughs> I'll, give you guys a, I'll give you guys a hint. I think this will help a lot, in my opinion. He won for best song. Okay. Oh, oh so okay. We may have been on the yeah, right I track, think that, I think that actually, yeah, I think now we know. I guess he was alive when movies were made. We're rescinding our guests of The Grouch. <laughs> and now we have a we have a different guess. All right, is everyone locked we, in now? We're, we're locked yes. in, too. 
Okay, Katie and Matt, what are you thinking? The weird connection here is all of these all of these quests of our have a Sondheim connection. That's not because... the round. That's the final round where all the questions are connected. I know. <laughs> this is just a bonus Easter egg. I'm I'm more like beautiful minding here to use another Oscar reference, but like yeah, how, how did that work out for the guy in beautiful mind patches? Anyway, we're ta- <laughs> we're, we're going with ha- Oscar Hammerstein, who was the mentor of Sondheim. And who was making musicals in the 50s, so definitely when movies were made. (laughs) I know. (laughs) We are also going with Oscar Hammerstein. Oh, the correct answer is Oscar Hammerstein Uh, II. Oh, shit. He won both in 42 and in 46, so twice. So no points for us because we didn't get the second, right? Points all around. Points for everyone. All right, round four. Question 13. Who is the first and so far only person to win a posthumous Academy Award for Best Actor in a Leading Role? Oh, Katie, Katie, Katie we're, we're locked in. Yeah, I think so. Let's go. Way of winners. All locked. Dave's, you can talk out loud. Well, Dave suggested Heath Ledger, which it was not that recent, but Heath Ledger was supporting. He did win. Um, I'm guessing it's either going to be in a tragic death or an old person. If I'm just, you know, right, doing could, logic. Could, could be both. Could be, <laughs> could be could definitely be both. Old people it could occasionally die. Remember, remember when they structured an entire Oscar ceremony around the best actor win for Chadwick Boseman that did not happen? Yes, 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 I do. Is that the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened in Oscar history? Yeah, you're giving it away to them that it's not Chadwick Boseman. Oh, sorry. I do have a faint memory of that happening, uh, you know, two years ago. Spring 2021 is a a blur. A great time. I believe it was a train station. (laughs) Sure was. It was, yes. And now Steven Soderbergh's making Magic Mike's last dance to redeem himself from that. It all worked off. It all worked out in the end. All right, Dave, name dead people. Uh, dead, dead, uh, Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense. Oscar uh, Hammerstein. James <laughs> the Dean. Second. Ooh, James uh, Dean. He would have been nominated and then accidentally, or not accidentally, but, you know, sadly passed away before that. Oscar Schindler also did. No, it wasn't. It wasn't on purpose, was it? No. <laughs> no. no, no. Just, Cheryl, Cheryl Starscream. This is best. <laughs> Cheryl Starscream. This is best actor, so it's not something like Howard Ashman winning a score. Uh, no, because he's not an actor. Thing. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking out loud. Or did Orson Welles win for Transformers the movie, or did he? Just yes, for his role screen. as Unicron, <laughs> um, the robotic Welles. planet. Show Starscream. I, ironically enough, one for playing Bumblebee. <laughs> Yes, David. Yeah, uh, it was a stretch. The, the lead guy from Network. Yeah, uh, why is his name escaping me? Peter, um, fucking Peter Finch. No, that was the name of the Peter Finch. Peter Finch. Yeah, Peter Finch. Okay, we're gonna go with Peter Finch. Going with Peter Finch. Way of winners. Who did you think? It's very annoying to watch you guys stumble into the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork. Teamwork, Dave. Hey. I want you to get up now. I want you to rise out of your chairs. It is funny that that was a lead win because like, you, they would totally category fraud that as supporting yeah, now. Yeah, that was but, supporting now, yeah. Weird. Yeah. 
Uh, we're going yeah. with Peter Finch as well. Indeed, indeed we are. I don't think we said it that. It was, in fact, Peter Finch, hey. the first Australian actor to win a Best Actor award. I didn't know that. Woo! You guys were, uh, were someone said James Dean. He... This says he won twice. He was nominated twice. Nominated mm. twice. Oh, he just didn't so, win. I don't right. know if he was to an actor or actor. I, yeah, I but he, it was nominated twice. Nominated yeah. twice. Because he had like that year that Giant was out where he Giant. was like yeah. big. No. Giant, if you will. Spencer Tracy had also postulously, uh, been postulous shit. Yeah. <laughs> been posthumously nominated. I already guessed him, so that would have been. <laughs> yeah, he's out. Enough of him. Yeah. <laughs> Question 14. Who became the first and only person to win an Oscar in an acting category for Netflix in 2020? We are locked in. We got this. Okay. Way of winners. Nice and sit. We're looking for the person, not the, the movie? Correct. Oh, yeah. To win. Adam Sandler is in many movies, Dave, so you have to pick the one that he won. <laughs> you can't say for. Hubie Halloween. You have to see the Do you remember Ridiculous Hubie Sex? Halloween. He got pooped on by a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying to we're just trying to guess like who like okay. So, who, who from Hubie Halloween? <laughs> okay, so okay, here, here's 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 how the thought process goes. David's like or we're not attributing it. Somebody was like one night in Miami. <laughs> Somebody named David. Suggested that it yeah. was one night in Miami. <laughs> exactly. and, An Amazon the, film, yes. The, the other David was like, who, though? We need a name. <laughs> oh, that was an Amazon and film. Wait, Patches, did Patches just it? help us out? Yeah, he did oh, just no. save us. Yeah, what, what have I done? Dave, Dave, he just saved us. That was an Amazon film. <laughs> oh. Um, all right. Okay. Back to the drawing board. Okay. Uh, uh, whoops. I thought you were I going. I thought they were getting there. I thought it was. You. Was it. Was it. It wasn't Chastain, it wasn't Eddie Redmayne, but it was probably someone along those lines. It was a Netflix film. Oh, no, someone it wasn't with Judy. Red hair. It wasn't yeah. Judy Garland. That was the, this was, wait, was this for the year 2020? Where they won, the ceremony was in 2021, or? Uh, ceremony was in 2020. The ceremony, so it was a movie that's, in, an, that's an important. All right, so the last pre-pandemic year. So it was the, the year of it was the year of Parasite that Parasite won. Obviously, it wasn't a movie. Oh, 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 oh! Uh, Marriage Story. Oh, great. Uh, Dern, Dern, great, Dern. Great. There we go. Boom. Cut. Print. Going with Laura Dern. Way of winners. How angry are you right now? I just want to be clear that you guys do a lot of work to know the things that we just know already. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. bones. That's true. And I think we deserve points for that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and remember, we tried to answer her very early on with the Nepo babies, so it all comes and back to Laura true. Dern. She was in mine. It's hard not point. to talk about Nepo babies. There's <laughs> <laughs> so many of them. Correct answer is Laura Dern. She did it. Uh, question 15. Name the oldest and youngest Oscar winners in standard competitive categories. You'll get five points for each. And I'll give you a slight hint that this is any category. Any category? Yeah. Okay, but yeah, you don't have children winning best score. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> children are slacking. <laughs> Okay, we're good. We're, we're, you know what? we're locked in now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Lydia Tarr is innocent until proven uh, truthful. Is <laughs> it? Uh, Katie and Matt, let's hear what you guys thought. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're locked in too. Okay, Katie, we, we, let's go with the oldest first. Okay, this was recent. I think the oldest is James Ivory, 
who won screenplay for Call Me By Your Name uh, with a shirt with Timothy Chalamet's face on it. I will admit, I thought the the question was restricted to the acting categories. Well, actually, they specifically Uh, said any category at the top of the... In hindsight, I recognize that happening. But in the moment, when I heard the question, (laughs) I... I, In hindsight. That's just arriving at the station right now. I wish... Okay, David, maybe we get the second one. Yeah, we were just thinking (laughs) about... Well, I'm sure you picked a screenwriter for the youngest as well. (laughs) Uh... So you guys had one. What was the other one? And our, our we you know we noodled a little bit on the youngest here, obviously an actor because there's some kids in the mix. I think we're going with Tatum O'Neill with the with the with the yeah, younger I youngest don't of all. <laughs> Katie said there that, might be a Skippy from the fifties, but that's like as far that. as <laughs> <laughs> no. The movie's called Skippy. The kid is. Oh, though, but okay, okay. I don't know. I don't know what that memory is. So we fucked up. Because I was just thinking about acting categories, in which case, obviously, it would have been Gloria Stewart for Titanic. Um, but She didn't you know, win. You know win. that. I mean, I don't know that because in my head, that movie won in every category, including the ones it wasn't nominated. <laughs> so we were, we were, it's been 84 it's years. It's been 84 years. She, I'm sorry, did someone else go, ah, when they dropped the heart of the ocean into the ocean? No, they didn't. I think, I think Skippy in the 50s did that. Um, <laughs> Skippy in the heart of the ocean. So we were wrong on several counts there. And then we spent a lot of time debating about Tatum O'Neill versus Anna Paquin. I believe Tatum O'Neill was yeah. 11 and Anna Paquin was a smidge younger. Or at least Ooh, for fun not. of the game, that's what we decided. So we went with Anna Paquin. Yeah. We could not figure that one out. So you went with Anna Paquin and what was it her name? It doesn't matter. Gloria Stewart. <laughs> Gloria Stewart. <laughs> Incorrect answer, <laughs> Gloria Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> The correct answers are at 89 years old, winning for Best Adapted Screenplay Woo! for Call Me By Your Name, Yay! James Ivory, and the youngest at 10 years old, winning for Paper Moon, Tatum O'Neill. Yeah. How old is that? <laughs> she was so little. She was so she little. Was young. She was just tiny. You want to know? <laughs> and I think well, she was twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> Hobbit shrinking. She was great jeans. <laughs> oh, so she was we born in eighty-two. No. Oh. Piano in ninety-three. We switched the ages. Because so I knew that Tatum O'Neill. I knew that Tatum O'Neill at one point had been the youngest, but I couldn't remember if she had been overtaken. By Anna yeah, looks like Paquin was eleven. Anyway, that's going to cost us. The oldest act. I think is Anthony Hopkins because he won last year. He won recently. Two He's years. Like well, he won during the Chadwick Boseman year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, a, a nine-year-old named Jackie Cooper was nominated for Skippy in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Put that in your back pocket. Uh, well, but he did not win. Loser. We did uh, try to specify competitive categories because Shirley Temple got like Shirley a tiny Temple. Oscar. Thank you. Yeah. One for yeah, an honorary best juvenile actor which they got rid of pretty quickly i think mm-hmm. yeah maybe, yeah because that sounds weird she, she, <laughs> she went the way of the uh the nepo baby award of the, baby <laughs> yeah. it's the dustbin of history last question of the regular rounds question 16 what male actor has the record for the longest stretch between oscar nominations let me clarify something this is okay this, this has kind of messed me up it's not the longest drought 
it's the longest between his first nomination and his last nomination. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Because okay. oh. I read it that way too. That's um, there's nominations in between. Yeah, there are um, nominations in between. And when you say last nomination, do you mean that he is no longer eligible to be nominated for competitive Oscars? That one I can't legally say. <laughs> Not out loud. <laughs> All right, I had a good answer for the spread, but now I'm oh, I'm less sure about things. What about uh? What about what about what about what about what about the guy? Um... Oh yeah, that guy. He was in the thing. Katie, I'm inclined to go with this answer just because I want to say this out loud. I want you to be able to say this and 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 put it out into the world. Mm. All right. Let's lock this in. Let's go. All right. All right. I don't think they know right. either. I think we're locked in. We are We are not, you know, we're not extremely confident in our answer, but we are not going to come up with an answer that we are more confident about, so we may as well lock in. I feel more confident about the drought answer than I do about Ooh, this one. But I'm we'll, curious we'll, now about the drought yeah. answer. Yeah, let's. I want to hear all of these. My answer for the drought was Bruce Dern. Yeah, that's, that's what I had first. We were, we, were, I think, we were talking about Bruce Dern a little bit there. I think if Judd Hirsch gets dominated, he might be the new drought. Holder. We ultimately this. went with somebody who's uh, in extremely loud and incredibly close. Oh my god! Max, <laughs> Max von Sydow. So did we! So, so did, we. did we! Well, at least we lose together or win together. Wow. Yeah, yeah with both the same guesses. I love <laughs> it. This movie does not exist. Who uh-huh. has watched this movie Best on purpose in the last remember 10 years? When, remember when Scott Rudin torched, I think it was like David, not David Denby, it was uh, maybe David Edelstein for breaking embargo on it. It was a, no. it was a big deal Who? at the time. Is this a Stephen Daldry film? Sure is. Is that right? Wow. That guy. So you both are going with yeah. Max von Sydow. Yes. Standing yeah, together here. Worse. We're aligned. Okay. The correct answer, I'm going to preface this by saying I, I fact-checked this with the drought in mind for some reason. Mm. Uh-oh. And I can't confidently say this is correct, but from what I'm seeing so far, I think it is. Okay. So sorry, Eddie. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> if, if you guys call foul on this that's fine we can find another one for you but the good news is we'll both get it wrong so it doesn't matter the correct answer is al pacino who was nominated for the godfather in 1973 and the irishman in 2020 i was just i was just gonna say i feel like it's more recent than max Moncita. this is why i was like trying to rack my brain remembering who'd been nominated in like extremely loud incredibly close still feels recent to me katie what is that 2011 or 2012 for for that one in 1989 for pell the conqueror for max so we were on the right track i mean i would have assumed he got nominated for something well before 1989 so I forgot Pacino was nominated for the Irishman. That's and well, we were on Joe Pesci there. for a while, but I knew that Pesci hadn't been nominated like in the seventies, which I thought Vonsito House. Yeah. Anyway, Al Pacino. It's forty, <laughs> what forty seven, forty eight years, something like that. Yeah, forty seven. Katie, Katie years, you said I think. Judd Hirsch would take this title. What was his no, first nomination? Uh, Ordinary People. Um, but he oh, might not wow. take the title. But he'd be. Um, it, that's like forty three years. He'd be competing for the drought. Yeah, uh, for sure. Award. <laughs> but John Hirsch still wouldn't count because he has not yet been nominated. He'll get there. We hope so. So, Annie, at the end of the regular rounds, what are our scores? Lydia Tarr 
is a lot of things. Has a hundred and thirteen points. And Avatar: The Way of Winners has a hundred and thirty-three. Wow! Yeah, okay. getting smoked. Vindication. I guess we just want to give to charity more than they do. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the reason why all this happened. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. That is correct because now it's time. I don't know why I'm saying that. It should be. Maybe it should be over for the Big Bang <laughs> round. <laughs> So, for the Big Bang Round, we are going to ask you three questions, the answers of which are all clues to the final question. All right, the wagers are in. Here we go with the Big Bang Round. Question one, who gained their second Academy Award nomination for their performance of Marguerite Gautier in Camille? Question two, the 1972 film Cabaret takes place in what city? Question three. Guillermo del Toro is the second person to direct Nightmare Alley. Who was the first director? And your Big Bang question. What is the only movie to win Best Picture without receiving any other nominations? Without receiving any other nominations? Yeah, and zero other nominations. Zero other nominations. Not only wins, just zero. It was only nominated in one category, and it won. Correct. And that was Best Picture. Yep. Katie, I think we're good, right? Yeah, I think we're good. I'm okay with that answer, David. I'm just having trouble connecting it outside of the general thing we've hit upon, you know? Uh, well, what other connections would there be, right? It's just about finding the theme between the movies, which we found. Yes, but uh, is there like a movie that involves all of the people that we've? Is that the connection? Not just the, no. I think the one that we. Mm, I mean, it's possible that the director of Nightmare Alley directed a film Shrek that hits all of these marks. But I no. I mean, I'm not going to come up with a better guess. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm down for it, David. Let's give it a shot. All right. I think we're ready to go. All right. Teams are set. Let's go back over the questions and you guys can tell us what you thought and how you thought that. Question one, who gained their second Academy Award nomination for their performance of Marguerite Gautier and Camille? Katie and Matt, who'd you guys think it was? Uh, Truly throwing out a wild guess that it's Greta Garbo. Mostly based on context clues from the final question. Lame. Reverse engineering answers. (laughs) Okay. And Dave and David? Gar- Garbo, yes. You know, it's it's really frustrating to watch you guys have to work towards an answer that <laughs> yeah. we came up with immediately. It's fair. Just immediately like, oh yeah, from the late 20s, it's Garbo. <laughs> Correct answer is Greta Garbo. Wow. Hey, y'all. Question two. The 1972 film Cabaret takes place in what city? Um, Dave and David, what did you think? Burr, it's cold in here. It's also cold in Berlin. <laughs> In winter. (laughs) There must be some Toros in the air. Especially in the uh, late late 30s, am I right? Yeah, and Katie and Matt, what did you guys... It's Berlin, but Patrick, should I put you on blast right now? You've never never seen Cabaret. I haven't seen Cabaret. You've never seen Cabaret. Time for me to... The correct answer... Do it. ...is Berlin. Question three. Guillermo del Toro is the second person to direct Nightmare Alley. Who was the first director or the director of the original one? Matt and Katie, who'd you think it was? We we came up short here. 
We, we don't. We don't know and we threw out know, Fritz Lang not, as a um, non-answer. <laughs> Fritz Fritz Lang? No, nine. It was uh, Edmund Golding. Of course, of course. Correct answer <laughs> is Edmund Golding. Yeah. And your final question: What is the only movie to win Best Picture without receiving any other nominations? Dave and David, what did you think? We really took a flyer on this one, but I think that that's only possible in the early days of the Academy Awards when the nominations were super wonky. And so following that logic, we went with All Quiet on the Western Front. All right. And Matt and Katie, what did you put? We also think it's early days. I think I just know this as a trivia fact, and I hope I write that it's Grand Hotel. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. How did you all get there? Uh, well, I, that I thought it was a true thing, and then I was like, oh, I bet Garbo <laughs> is the, the actress, and I know she's in Grand Hotel, yeah, and I think yeah, it's in Europe. Yeah, she is. She Okay, but she did play the trenches in All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> oh, wow. So. so what? Our initial thought was German stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> we didn't go any deeper than that. German stuff. I mean, the German stuff is true. <laughs> yeah, is it Garbo Swedish, not German? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, Katie. We yeah. knew the answer. Do we? Do we know uh, everything? No, obviously not. She gives new meaning to no man's land. Oh, <laughs> oh boy! Oh, boy. <laughs> Set in Berlin, directed by Edmund Goldie, yeah, yeah, and yeah. starring Goldin. Greta Garbo. Yeah. It's Grand yeah. Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> If the host of the Oscar, whatever, the little gold man, this is the thing, is the stakes were embarrassingly high. We would have had some real problems. Yeah. Some existential You don't even know how high the stakes were. You were taking you pity on me. I understand. Uh, 1932 is when that came out. And so it all comes down to wagers, David. What happened? Well, <laughs> Lydia Tarr is innocent. David. A false chronicle of true stories. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Had 113, and they wagered 113 to end tonight with zero. Avatar, the way of winners. Had 133, wagered 133 to come Whoa. out with 266. I knew you guys yeah. would bet it all, so I knew we had no choice. <laughs> Congratulations, Matt and Katie. We Woo! did it. Katie vindicated it. I, I rolled the coattails. You guys did it. Third time's a charm, right, guys? <laughs> we'll be back. Thank you for letting us continue trying. Well, everyone, here's the link to the fundraiser. We all owe different amounts. <laughs> Yeah, we will definitely share the link to the fundraiser on our social media and in the show notes. So great. Uh, Well done, everybody. Thanks again for uh, coming back on Quiz Bang and playing our silly game here. You guys are uh, so much fun to work with. We're always happy to have you back. Yeah, thank you for having Uh, us. Yeah, we're so glad that you keep wanting us back. I feel like we rambled so much, (laughs) but then maybe that's the point. This yeah. this is this is the 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 you guys met us at how difficult uh, the questions yeah. were this time, but we we really <laughs> slamming our head up against the wall on some of these. So next nice. time, this hard and not harder. Let's be, let's, be, let's be clear, we're not asking you to make it harder. I just want to. No. Uh, <laughs> no, it is funny because usually when we write, we're always like, "Is this too hard? Is this too hard?" And with you guys, we're like, "It's fine." <laughs> Well, to be clear, the next game is going to be all uh, Carol-related trivia. So. Yeah. 
Famous <laughs> Oscar <laughs> loser Give us Carol. Any, <laughs> give us any theme you want, and we will yeah. happily yeah. write you. Because now, now I guess we need to do best out of five. Now that's two to I one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sorry, signed up for two more. <laughs> the category is uh, David Ehrlich's Billie Eilish profile. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I'll have to read <laughs> yeah why don't we go around the room and everyone uh tell tell our listeners where they can find you we'll go in the same order oh. dave yeah same order yeah dave, i'm dave, dave gonzalez you can find me on twitter at da7e you can find me on the fighting in the war room podcast and the trial by content podcast and those are the places for now uh if you're not on twitter i completely understand just uh, listen to some podcasts have fun uh katie can find me at Vanity Fair and on the Little Goldman podcast where uh, I, I would be duly shamed for missing some of these questions that I did today. So um, the people I'm on that show with know even more about this stuff than I do. Believe it or not, wow. uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Katie Rich, K-A-T-E-Y-R-I-C-H. I'm Matt Patches. I'm uh, working over at Polygon every day. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Patches, <laughs> trying to direct people to Letterboxd. I'm on Letterbox, where we talk about movies all the time. Obviously, we all do fighting in the war room every week. There's no one to shame me there. Ha ha ha. I'm the best. <laughs> David? I'm David Ehrlich. I just became the 711th donor to uh, my annual, my own fundraiser. Um, I was about to promote that I donated, but I don't want to spoil the outcome because... Oh. Well, I donated based on my victory, so um, <laughs> I'll wait till I go further did you, down. The wait, list. did you do it? Oh yeah, here you are, Catherine Rich, right yeah. at the top. Did you do it, Babe Ruth style? <laughs> and as soon as I announced the stakes, donated the uh, the winners amount. <laughs> I called my shot. <laughs> no, I was way too nervous for that. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Um, uh, yes, uh, David Ehrlich. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at David Ehrlich, uh, and. Yeah, and other places. I don't know, mostly in my apartment these days. Um, what else do I say? We lost. Uh, remind everybody uh, who we're fundraising for, because when you donate, yes. it just says your donation will benefit David Early, which I don't think is accurate. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... Uh, no, your, your donation will benefit a nonprofit called Food with Fam, which is a New York based nonprofit that feeds New York families and individuals in need. Uh, every distribution, every food distribution that they create costs between three and five thousand dollars. So if we hit our twenty five thousand dollar goal, we'll be feeding it will be uh, supplying the money for five entire food distributions uh which is thousands upon thousands of people i the math is escaping me at this particular moment but it's a really small local nonprofit that do direct good uh you can see the money uh you know helping people who need it so it really made me happy that charlotte charlotte wells who uh was director of after sun and picked this particular charity picked it because i'm happy to contribute happy to raise funds for it they are not going to me Sadly, I could really use $25,000, but not nearly, <laughs> not nearly as much as uh, the people are raising the money for. So I'm very happy for anyone who can contribute whatever they can. And if you want more Quiz Bang in your life, you can find us at Facebook, Quiz Bang Podcast. We're on Instagram, Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, Lego pictures with uh, trivia questions on them. Twitter, we're at Quiz Bang Pod. And we're on Mastodon at QQBB and at Trivia.Town. Uh, for those of you who masto the dons over there. <laughs> um, if you want to uh, support the show, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash quizbang or buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash quizbangpod. 
And Annie, I believe that'll do it for this episode of Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. I've been David Flora. I've been Annie Flora. Here's looking at you, Quiz. Quiz.